Fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Steak. Sandra. Fastest two hours in radio. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment. Life changing results advancedhair.com so i've been on let me try to think on the i don't think i've interviewed for jaw you don't really do that in radio right you don't really interview for uh, did you try did you always, interview always at every job i've interviewed what do you mean do you, you mean? didn't interview for a job for like a position in radio no i don't think you usually there's an when you're hiring in radio I don't know. It's it's not traditional. Sit down. There's eight candidates. Usually you're getting picked. You're moving yeah. from a smaller market to a bigger market. You look at a tape. You ask to hire the person. You negotiate terms. It's not the same as, like, there's ten people up for a job and everybody's vying for their interview to get to the next interview and the next interview. It's just not a traditional means. I'm trying to think when I've hired people over the years. I guess there was a level of interview. But I am fascinated by the process. I've always been fascinated by Interview questions, who conducts them, how do you get to the next level? You know, nowadays, are they on Zoom? Are they in person? Um, do they start a certain way? And then eventually you come in in, uh, uh, in person, especially people working all over the country. So there's all, there's all kinds of dynamics. And maybe at some point we'll have a conversation about the craziest scenarios, right? Um, my favorite scene, I should have thought of it earlier, best scene in Step Brothers is, <laughs> is when he's interviewing <laughs> for jobs. With uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, but my point is, this Falcons interviewing process is kind of fascinating to me. You laid out last night that must have taken you um, a New York minute. The interviews that have already taken place with Steve Wilkes and Brian Callahan and Mike McDonald and. Brian Johnson and Aaron Glenn and Raheem Morris and Joe Brady and Anthony Bobby Weaver. I mean, it's Anthony, it's, I mean, it, it's just who haven't they spoke to is what we should. So find. how long? I mean, there's so many. How long are these interviews? How serious are you about any of the candidates? And I understand why if you're Bobby Slovak or Ben Johnson or even Raheem, although Raheem maybe not as much. Why you take the interviews? The, the more interviews, the better you get at Absolutely. it. Absolutely, you never don't want to. You never turned on a job you weren't offered. Also, mm-hmm. and it's probably a good process. But guys, let's be honest. They are going through the motions in a lot of ways. Um, you know, when some when people what do they say? When people show themselves, believe it. Mm-hmm. Like when they're right show in front them of who you. They are. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they show when they show you who they are, believe them. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I wasn't on it, and I don't think anybody um, necessarily that we we are with day-to-day is on it, but the national media has been on the Bill Belichick to Atlanta from minute one, mm-hmm. right? From minute one, it was Arthur Blank has it out in a, in a like, uh, endearing manner for Bill Belichick. Like, this is – he's going big game hunting, and he believes that Bill Belichick is the biggest – big game hunting that there is, right? So um, we've been hearing it from minute one. I thought at first it was overblown. I said there's a lot of reason why Bill Belichick to Atlanta may not make sense or there's a lot of reasons why Belichick may not want to come here or that there's a lot of people in the mix. But everything 
keeps coming back to Bill Belichick, including him not interviewing with anybody else, mm-hmm. including multiple visits. Mm-hmm. So I ask you this. If Bill Belichick is having a second interview, now that's the term, interview. Do you really believe it's an interview in the traditional sense of what are you going to bring to our franchise? Or do you think they're talking about how are we going to build this thing together? I think it's Bill Belichick interviewing Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. I don't know. Certainly it's a a back and forth. But Bill, so do you remember earlier on the only other narrative we heard, and it was on NFL Live, and we had Laura Rutledge on, and she said to the commanders. So think about that was like five weeks ago, I believe. So for him to come here, how much control do I have? Who's my quarterback? How much money are we spending to get the quarterback? How, tell me, are we trading for him? Are we drafting him? Who's in the room where it happens? Um, how I, is the structure of this organization going to work? There's Rich McKay. There's Terry Fontenot. There's your coaches that are left over from the previous regime. There's your scouting department. Um, what, kind what are you of, paying him? What's, yeah, what's your commitment uh-huh. to winning? Yep. Right? How long do you think you'll be here? I can tell you this. You, you're at, you mean he's asking them or they're asking him how long Both. are going to be there? Yeah. Well, here's what I, I'm almost – I wouldn't say guarantee, but I feel very strong. I was at the press conference. I've been around Arthur Blank for a lot of years. I've been around this organization for every single hire that Arthur Blank has made. I was there the day he got um, announced as owner in a tiny little conference room at the Fairmont Hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was there – when, when uh, Taylor Smith handed over the reins to Arthur Blank, I think Roger Goodell was in the room. It wasn't a lot of people. It was the Super Bowl in New Orleans. So I've seen the evolution of Arthur Blank. He, he, in my opinion, is not hiring a coordinator. Those days are over. I think he feels like I need a guy that has run an organization top to bottom. Mm-hmm. No learning on the fly. No figuring out, like you hear Arthur Smith say or Dan Quinn or others, hey, I had to realize there's a lot of decisions the head coach has to make that I wasn't used to as a coordinator. Yeah, let's not audition here. He doesn't get his first shot here anymore. Right. It has not bode well. Which is why I would say, I said Raheem Morris I thought was a a major candidate for Mm -hmm. it, and I had no problem with Raheem Morris. I said, go get Raheem Morris, go get a quarterback, whether that's Justin Fields. Reports are that Les Snead made the call as well and said this guy is the best. Raheem. Raheem. Les Snead calls on his behalf. But I would say, I would would bet a lot that it's going to be Bill Belichick and and 2A and 2B are Jim Harbaugh and Raheem Morris. Mm -hmm. They are not – I heard it in the press conference a little bit from Rich. I heard it from Arthur that there is something to be said for a guy that has run a football team. We are on a uh, a short window here in Arthur's mind. I've I've, I've stockpiled these number one picks. I have uh, spent money last off season to go get a guy like Jesse Bates and go add to our defense um, with Enyamata and and and. Uh, and Bud Dupree and guys like that that we decided to hang on to, and Jeff, uh, what is it, Akuda and, and whatnot. We got another window of money we can spend now. We have more cap space, mm-hmm. and I want a guy that has run a team. Of course, we have to go get a quarterback, but I'm ready to rock and roll. Tampa Bay is not much better than the Falcons. Tampa almost had a shot to win yesterday and be one win from the Super Bowl. I mean, the NFL is built that, you know, you can bring in the right quarterback and coach and have a chance. Yeah, Yeah, you can Uh recover quick. Desmond Ritter? Yeah, so um, so I also think 
that it's clear Bill Belichick doesn't have a second interview. And the reason we call it an interview is because that's the only term we know. It's not a real meeting. Tradition. You could say meeting. Yes. We're taking a second meeting. Dotting the I's, yeah. crossing the T's. What do you think of our roster? How do we put this thing together? Will you give up a little less control than you had in New England after having conversations with Bob Kraft and whatnot? Remember what Kraft said. Once Bill won his third Super Bowl, player personnel guys didn't have any say anymore. It was all Bill. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any say about hiring coaches. It was all Bill. Once you bring three Super Bowls to a franchise that had never won anything, you kind of get the keys to the castle. He's not getting the keys to the castle here. The relationship with Rich McKay matters. The relationship, if he likes Terry Fontenot or not, is going to matter. But I I just think if it's not him, it's going to be Raheem, or maybe you convince Jim Harbaugh is the biggest fish. I think he's a bigger fish than Belichick, right? I think Jim Harbaugh is. Jim Harbaugh's A. Right, Yeah. yeah. Um, And Vrabel's right up there as well. So if you're watching the Chargers, because we're waiting on the domino to fall, the first hire, if you will. So the Chargers have fulfilled the Rooney rule, which meant they had to do a second interview with a minority in person. They completed that on Friday. So if, in fact, it's in play with Harbaugh, do they, is it done today? Is it done sooner than later? And uh, then, then we shall watch how this all plays out. I mean, I know we love hard knocks. And we loved following the Dolphins this year, and we love following training camp. But I'll tell you, um, from a business perspective, or just in, in, to be a fly on the wall of what do you, what's a Jim Harbaugh, Arthur Blank sit down look like? You know what I mean? How much hardcore football is being discussed? How much a life and philosophies and how you build an organization is discussed? How much is Bill Belichick going through the Falcons roster and telling Arthur Blank, here's what I think of what, you've, what you put together here. Here's why I think we can win sooner rather than later. When is money conversation on the table? Is that only with his agent talking to Arthur's people? Like, you know, there's a lot going on. But I would say if you're an Atlanta Falcon fan, and this is not to say that I – because none of us know how this plays out. And if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter if you're hiring Vince Lombardi or, uh, you know, Newt Rockney mm-hmm. or Nick Saban. It doesn't matter. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win. But I would think Falcon fans need to get ready that Bill Belichick is going to be at a press conference in the next 10 days and announced as the new if Falcon. If he wants it, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he makes a second trip to Atlanta. I mean, it's just – and he's not interviewing with anybody mm-hmm. else. I like what's Like if I'm one of those other candidates – whether that's, you know, Ben Johnson or Raheem Morris or, you know, was it Bobby Slovic? Aaron or Glenn. Aaron Glenn. I mean, there's, like, there's 30 of them. In my head, I'm like, well, Belichick hasn't taken any other interviews. So do I really have a chance at the Falcon job if these guys seem to be having a bromance, exactly. which is Arthur yep. and, and Belichick? And I know somebody goes, well, what does that tell you about Belichick that nobody else is interviewing him? Those other teams would interview him, right? Yeah, I think he's the one setting the map here of where I'm going and what I'm doing, and it's not the time to waste people. And he doesn't need practice in telling people what kind of tree he thinks you should be. Like, Belichick, if you were a tree, what would you be? Like, what kind of silliness is happening there? I think it's going to be more about if Bill wants it or not. And there's a lot here to like, but there's also who's this GM, what is he doing? Is he picking the players? And the quarterback is, is question number one. Yeah, how are we trading to get a quarterback? I don't see how the Chicago Bears don't get Caleb Williams at number one. He's a seminal-type talent at that position. Mm -hmm. 
They go backwards two more years in terms of having to pay their quarterback. If they commit to Justin Fields, they're two years away from paying stupid money. Deshaun Watson's making $40 million, right? Just look at the numbers, mm-hmm. okay? So you, you probably get a better prospect in Caleb Williams than what Justin Fields' s- ceiling is, right? Yeah, ceiling. And then Justin Fields is going to be available to us. What are we going to offer to get Justin Fields in Atlanta? Give up your eight. Give up your first pick, which is eight, and then next year's number one also. Mm-hmm. So are you giving up? And that Calvin Ridley pick, y'all. So you know the it, word it, is they want to resign. They him. do want to resign. That's him. what I just read. Well, over we the could weekend. use that pick for sure. Yep. So you know those. He wants to. <clears throat> he he is dancing with a free agency though. Get, going to get more money. No, I know. I get it. But those, to me, are the discussions going on. Like, what do we have to give up? What the, about the, a Kirk field? Cousins? Would you take Kirk for a couple of years, I, pay him $40 I, million? I promise. Well, I, I don't know, but I promise you that's what they're talking. Exactly. Like, they're not interviewing Bill Belichick. And what, what's your what theory? What kind of tree? Of, yeah. If you so, were a tree? Yeah. Give us uh, – I. you know what would be a good question? What's the biggest mistakes you've made in the last five years? Why are the New England Patriots – go from winning Super Bowls to being, you know, one of the worst teams in the National Football League. What would you learn about quarterback play the way Mac Jones was handled? Why did you have Joe Judge? Do you think he answers it like he does in those press conferences? I'm just worried about my next no, job. But, no, I'm just worried I'm just, about I'm, the I'm, next job. Yeah, I'm just on to Cincinnati. No, here's what I wonder. Does he have any humility? Does this kind of failure, massive failure, Tom Brady left and you failed? He did stick in his, like, post-game – Wrap up in New England. I hadn't seen this many people here since Tim, we signed Tim Tebow. I mean, all of a sudden he's doing shtick as right. he walks away. Well, what do you think? You think he's all of a sudden humble pill? Uh, no, I think he'll be a curmudgeon to deal with. But I, but I think the first press conference, he'll he'll do what he has to do, and then he's going to be who he is. Bill Bell, you're not you're not you're not hiring to be win a popularity contest. You're hiring him to be a winning organization. And listen. There's nobody out there listening that knows. We don't know. You know, I know why they want to hire him. It could work or it could be a massive failure, right? And mm-hmm. you could say the same about every single hire, maybe with the exception of Jim Harbaugh, right? Because Jim Harbaugh has never really lost. Didn't lose at Stanford. Didn't lose at Michigan. Didn't lose with the 49ers. Yeah. That guy's never lost. So.